Hi, everyone, and welcome to the HR Works Podcast, brought to you by HR Daily Advisor. I'm your guest host, Josh Zygmunt, Content Director for Simplify Media. The HR Works Podcast provides clear, relevant, and actionable information on topics that matter to you, the HR professional. When you're armed with the best practices and strategies to attract, retain, and engage top talent and deliver exceptional service to your organization, HR just works. Hey, HR Works listeners. As Veterans Day is approaching, it's a great opportunity for our nation to really honor those who have bravely served in the military. We're seeing so many organizations take the time to recognize their own colleagues who have served throughout this week leading up to Veterans Day. And with that, we decided to do something a bit different for you in today's episode. As part of my recent conversation with Jake Wood, the founder and CEO of Groundswell and the co-founder of Team Rubicon, Jake was kind enough to stick around and answer a few more questions pertaining to his experience as a veteran in the workforce and share some insight into the advantages and even challenges that face veterans as they leave active duty and enter into the working world. Listen as Jake shares some unique intangible skills that veterans possess and can bring into a role, as well as some great ways for HR leaders and their organizations to support their veteran colleagues. Let's check out the episode. Now, as we're leading up to Veterans Day, Veterans Day coming up November 11th, I'd love to look more at veterans in the workplace and really touch into that part of your life. So let's start with why can hiring veterans into a workforce really give organizations a competitive advantage? Yeah, I think I think veterans are often you know pretty misunderstood, and I think it's because people don't understand the military. And I think one of the cliches that people have, the misnomers that they have in their mind, is that you know military veterans are really good at following orders. And you know, listen, like yeah, the military is built on a hierarchical you know chain of command, and yes, you have to follow orders so long as they're lawful. I think what people underestimate is how entrepreneurial the military is. You know, the Marine Corps relies on something that they specifically refer to as the strategic corporal. Now, a corporal is, is not a very high-ranking Marine, but it's the first Marine rank at which a Marine is leading other Marines, usually three other Marines, right? So okay. small, like first level, maybe senior associate level type of management responsibility. Marines refer to these as re- strategic corporals with the understanding that, hey, you have to empower this 19-year-old kid who's leading three other Marines with the responsibility of making decisions that could impact an entire theater of operations, like literally could set global policy or a global fiasco with with a single poor decision. And you have no choice but to empower that person to do so. So I think what the military is really adept at is training people to a high standard, uh, utilizing mission command, basically saying, hey, here's what we have to accomplish. Now you go figure it out. And then, you know, really taking your hands off and seeing just how innovative people can be. I was a Marine sniper. You know, I don't want to get into the details of what that job is, but most people would probably rightfully assume that I uh, gained absolutely zero business skills in the role and function that I played. But here's what I did gain. I learned how to operate in the most ambiguous, complex, volatile situations on earth with limited information, limited resources, and the stakes were as high as they could possibly be. That was basically a training ground for being an entrepreneur. When you think about entrepreneurship, what is it? It's navigating ambiguity. It's navigating uncertainty. It's taking big risks and it's having zero room for failure. And so I always encourage people, like, if that's the type of person that you would want to hire, like, go find that person in the military. And I'll end by saying this. They're going to have very atypical resumes. You know, you're going to you're going to have an, an idea in your head of where you want this person to have gone to college, maybe what you wanted their first two or you know one or two jobs out of college to, to have been level of responsibility, P&L management, whatever those those things are. You're probably not going to see that on a military resume. 
But what that person has, one, life experience, leadership experience, you know, a background of winning in high stakes and circumstances, but the military produces people that are trainable, right? You can train this person how to do those job functions. That's all the military does is focus on how much can you learn, how much can you absorb and then implement? Like that's what you're getting. And I just, I always want people to reframe how they think about that. Yeah, that's great. That trainability, again, is we're looking so much at the opportunity to upskill the workforce as we're seeing a talent gap. That is a great opportunity to address that challenge within the workforce. You've got really great trainable employees who can advance through your organization and really put into leadership roles. I love that what you mentioned too, Jake, being able to make sound decisions in the most challenging situations, I think sets employees up for success long-term. Again, when you're put in some of the most high stakes situations, as you mentioned, and being able to keep a cool head and make a a sound decision, that's applicable anywhere in the working world um, and certainly gives a great leg up to organizations who learn to utilize that talent and bring in veteran talent. That's that's a, a great way to look at it. Thank you for that, Jake. So what are some challenges maybe to new veterans as they do enter the workforce? Yeah, I, you know, I don't remember the precise statistic. I, I want to say it was 40% of veterans um, turnover in their first post-military job within the first 12 months, right? That's pretty significant turnover. Um, and, and I think that there's some pretty like universal reasons for why that is. I I think what people have when they're in the military is like undoubtedly a clarity of mission and shared purpose with their peers. And I I think a lot of veterans then really feel the void moving into the corporate world, even if, you know, that, that company has ambitious goals and, you know, does all these other things, right. I think it can be really hard for that, that military veteran to find his or herself like really, ascribing to that that new mission that new purpose and certainly if if it's poorly articulated or if it's not bold or purposeful or widely shared and held across the company then there's just zero chance right right? and unless they're there just to collect a paycheck they're probably going to turn over so listen i think that you know that's a that's the primary challenge that's kind of universal though it might be more pronounced in people coming out of the military but listen effective leadership effective organizational management starts with that unity of vision and mission and that shared purpose across the enterprise in the pursuit of it. And so if you're doing that well, I don't think that there's much cause for concern. If you're doing it poorly, this probably just isn't an issue with your military veterans. It's probably an issue across your entire organization. So for our listeners, many of whom are HR leaders, are there any programs that HR leaders can really lean into to help support their veterans? Yeah, I think there's a, a couple of things that I've of that I have observed. Uh, one, a lot of companies that are larger have started in, uh, military or veterans resource groups, just like uh, LGBT resource group or any sort of you know uh, you know minority resource group that they have. And I think that's that's can be really effective. Um, second, um, assigning these people mentors. One of the interesting things about the military is um, uh, networking is actually kind of shunned. Right. Uh, you know, you get promoted purely off of your merit. Uh, at least that's what it's supposed to how it's right. supposed to work. And, and so like the idea of like going and seeking a mentor higher up in the organization or networking upward in the organization is is literally it's a skill. And it's one that military veterans do not get Interesting. because, again, it's, it's frowned upon as somebody who's, you know, chasing a career and again, very frowned upon. So I think understanding that military veterans are going to be have a lot of trepidation about doing that when they get out, if they even understand that it's what they should be doing, 
being more proactive and assigning them, hey, maybe somebody senior in the organization who may or may not be a military veteran themselves, doesn't necessarily have to be, they can just show them the ropes, help them to understand how corporate America works versus in the military can really, you know, ensure, I think, that they, they hit the ground running as quickly as possible. That's great advice as mentorship and networking is such a crucial piece in leadership advancement. I think really making a concerted effort, making an intentional effort to provide those services, not just for your whole employees, but really for your veteran sector of your workforce is a great idea, a great way to support veterans. So Jake, of the efforts that you've seen by organizations to really honor and support their veteran workers, again, we're having this conversation leading up to Veterans Day. What are some of the best that you've seen from organizations? Well, I think one of the... I don't, you know, this is kind of a personal opinion. I, I, I would hope most veterans aren't interested in, you know, uh, gratuitous thanks and platitudes of, of heroism. I, I think, you know, they, they signed up to do a job. They did it. Hopefully they did it honorably um, and courageously. And, and certainly that's the expectation when you join the military. I think so just, you know, platitudes of thanks, uh, you know, I, I find to be less helpful. Maybe that's just a personal opinion. I think what's really important, though, and can be really helpful, not just for the veterans themselves, but for other members of your organization who are less familiar is just ask them to share their story. You know, we're coming up on Veterans Day. Um, you know, we're, we're just now, you know, coming out of 20 years of war, technically, um, though we're, of course, engaged in combat, you know, in various theaters across the world. This is the first year that we have not been at war as a country. The first Veterans Day, we haven't been at war in two decades. There's a lot of stories in your organization across those veterans. And, and listen, they're not all they're not all Medal of Honor, you know, combat stories. They could just be how, you know, uh, a young manager was responsible for the resupply route between Baghdad and Fallujah. And listen, you know, yeah, that person might have just been a, a truck driver or managing a team of truck drivers. There was no more dangerous job in the world than being a truck driver in Iraq in 2007 or 2008. You know, just asking that person to share their story. Um, some people had never even deployed, but had, you know, incredible jobs and in intelligence working at the Pentagon. Just asking them to to share some perspective. I think one, it's it's helpful for veterans to be able to share their stories. I think that's a cathartic experience. Two, I think the more that we understand our military, the better we'll be able to support and employ them in the future. Okay, well that concludes today's special episode of the HR Works podcast. I want to thank our guest, Jake Wood, for sharing his time, insight, and experience with us. In case you missed our full episode with Jake, be sure to check that out on all streaming platforms where you can find past HR Works episodes. And to all past, present, and future members of the U.S. military, thank you for your selfless service to our country as we honor you on this Veterans Day. Until next time, this is Josh Zygmunt signing off.